Hey, all you holistic hipsters out there, it's that time. So grab your chalice of choice and sit back and sip along with us. We would love to welcome you to the Tea Podcast, where we spill the tea on all things holistic in the pet grooming industry. Let me introduce you to our hostesses with the mostesses. She is the socialite of skin and coat care, Ms. Michelle Knowles. And the queen bee of all things oily, Ms. Melissa Conti-Diener. Brought to you by TheOilyGroomer.com Are you searching for a new and more mindful way of grooming? Interested in understanding how to grow your grooming business with a more holistic and organic approach? Please contact Melissa Conti-Diener at TheOilyGroomer.com so that you can set up a meeting and bring balance and prosperity to your life. And AllThingsPaw.com Intermediate and advanced courses in pet esthetician work, fear recovery, animal handling, and more. Get your learn on with all things paw. Also, classes with Melissa, online and self-guided, intuitive energy work, transitional therapy, and compassionate touchpoint therapy, and more. And the Herbal Paw Pet Apothecary. Tailored for the individual pet, phone consultations, history gathering, and the home of the Herbal First Aid Kit. Now, let's get this tea party started. All right, here we are. Here we are again, Melissa. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Do you have your teacup this morning? <laughs> I I have a really, really great one. Do you have a good one? I'll oh, do mine first because mine's, mine's boring, but straightforward. Okay. Right, mine, is, mine is my, my favorite Queen Bee cup that Aaron has gifted me. I just don't have the, the crown on top, the steeper. But inside mm -hmm. is what's left of my raspberry leaf because I am always fighting some sort of something with my womanly uh charms i need that raspberry <laughs> i need that raspberry leaf tea so, oh i feel that so 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 much <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what's in my cup with a little honey and just straight up raspberry leaf so it's uh it's beautiful and it has all the little floaters in there from my honey the best and you can read the leaves after you're yes, all absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so what's in your cup okay are you ready for this Mm -hmm. <coughs> Let's spill it. Oh, it's a little mushroom. Is that not the cutest? That's adorable. I, and for those that don't know, Michelle is like the queen of mushrooms at her, her home. She, she grows mushrooms. So uh, that fits you perfectly. <laughs> and inside What's I have in my... There? I have my, uh, the base that I love. Um, it's got clove and cinnamon and calendula and chamomile. Uh, and today I added cardamom and um, a little bit of mullein to help oh. my, get my, uh, my lungs clear. I've been, right. I have been under the weather for the past week and week and a half. 
and uh, it's been rough, but uh, I feel much better. And I think I cut my time in into a 16th of what my husband had experienced. Uh, I think it's because I drink a lot of tea, <laughs> but uh, we are getting his cough under control. Um, but yeah, this is adorable. I got this from my crew at Spalapa. Shout out to Spalapa. This was my, so my Christmas gift. Woo, woo. Uh, That's them. an awesome gift for Michelle. <laughs> I know. It's so cute. I love it too. And it's just tiny. It's just like. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> I thought so for good. sure you were going to tell me you had Rishi in there. <laughs> no, I usually it's take not... those in capsules or I... I'll, I'll brown them so they release the uh they have to soften the chitin um a lot of people don't know that uh mushrooms are made out of the same chitin as like insects their structure right. is like that and our body won't break that down so we have to help it by either um extracting it in alcohol hot water a hot oil in the pan something has to help break that down so our body right. can get the nutrients out of it um, but basically yes pretty much what life does to me <laughs> <laughs> just pour the hot water over me it'll stop all me. right so basically <laughs> our our um what do you call it our topic <laughs> you call it you know this is something that'll keep us straight and on the narrow here <laughs> our topic is in sickness and practicing health yay so we're, I know a lot of people are absolutely going through the ringer right now. Uh, it's cold in a lot of places, even here in Arizona, it's, it's dropped down. We get frosty temperatures. I'm going to say around oh, yeah. 30 we've degrees. Had the hard, we've yeah. had the hard freeze. Yeah. So, so yeah. I did finally have to take all my tomatoes off the vine. So they're, the say, rest of them are absolutely uh, um, getting ripened in a paper bag with a banana. And uh, so, yeah, but I think everybody's under the weather and we've got a whole new year to explore all the wonderful flus and whatnot that the world can bring us. So <laughs> we just decided to maybe bugs. talk about even when you're sick, you can practice health and support Absolutely. your body when you're going through the thick of it. Absolutely. But even uh, if you take uh, precautionary measures so that if you are at work and you're working or even if you're not in a salon environment and you're in a, a home grooming or whatever, you're still coming in contact with people and how to just um, shield yourself somewhat mm -hmm. from those uh, creepy, crawly germies that are everywhere. So I know at where I work, it just went around like wildfire mm -hmm. everywhere is out and then they would be back and then out again and so it just it, it gets a hold but i think it's important that we first and foremost actually talk about maybe the difference between just general cleaning and also disinfecting and sanitizing which um our friend angie coates does an amazing job on oh my actually gosh, yeah. that yeah so um and I but think in addition to that, though, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I think in addition to that, and th I think that's what people don't, a lot of people don't um, think about. Right. Is that, yeah, you're sanitizing everything and you're keeping everything clean and this, that, and the other. But 
at the same time, you should be supporting your immune system. Yes. So you can't have one without the other. You can be in the cleanest environment and be so sick because your immune system has been depressed with the things that it's trying to deal with. So supporting the immune system is of the utmost importance, especially when you are sick, not just before or after, but absolutely during. Yeah. And a lot of the products that we, that we use that are just over the counter stuff to clean the air, you know, those air fresheners and those, all those holiday candles and all that stuff, they have chemicals in them that are known immunosuppressants as mm -hmm. well as um, bronchial restrictors. Right. So, um, you know, understand that. I, I know a lot of people go, I don't understand why I'm, I'm coughing or I'm sneezing. And meanwhile, they have 12 candles burning. So, um, you know, be aware of that stuff that the right. products people that have to understand that candles are actually made out of petroleum products. Yeah. So I mean, not only are you burning the petroleum in the wax, but you're also burning the fragrance. So, right. I mean, that's like a double whammy and you're, they're burning everywhere. And another uh, thing that I think people don't think about is run a little humidifier in your bedroom while you sleep. Yeah. The more dry your mucous membranes get, the less they work. Uh, so they're just drying out just like the skin. If we wash our arm with alcohol every day, it's going to dry and crack and become infected eventually. It's just not going to be healthy. So just like we have to keep the outside of our skin really supple, uh, we have to keep our mucous membranes hydrated. Yeah. Uh, and right now I'm running uh, a humidifier at night with distilled water uh, just because I don't want to breathe in whatever's in the tap water. Yeah. <laughs> so well, you can get the little, uh, the little shots of the saline too, just the mm -hmm. saline water that just goes up. Oh your yeah. And they've got neti pots and yeah, all kinds of things pots. to clear out your stuff. But, but just in general, because neti pots weird me out too, because you can That's actually fine. flush the stuff back into your nose or if your water isn't distilled or clean when you right. boil it it can absolutely it can introduce uh something into your sinuses and give Bacteria. you an infection yeah so you know although they are good you have to be uh, a trooper about cleaning them out sanitizing them and then using the proper clean water uh to use uh, i have that. a problem with neti pots i like them I actually have used them before, but I, I actually have to use the child neti pots because oh, yeah. for some <laughs> freakish reason, I was assigned little teensy weensy baby ears and a little tiny baby nose. And my nostrils are so small that I can't fit the thing in, you know, the little spout in my nostrils. So yeah. I have to get the child one. <laughs> Well, you're delicate. Yeah. <laughs> parts of me are. <laughs> but, um, but I do, I do feel like sometimes when you have that deep, deep congestion in your nose where you feel like you can't even get uh, anything to move around, those actually help a lot. And um, if you can breathe still, if you still can push air through your sinus passages, uh, one of the best things to do is take a dandelion and a mullein tea. Make a tea and then just drape your head with a towel and breathe in the steam. And that's going to loosen everything. Right. Another one is if you go on YouTube and find uh, those binaural beats, oh, uh, yeah. the binaural beats and wear some uh, things. Uh, there is one and I'll, I'll put the link in after this. Uh, this is being seen uh, Thursday, I believe. 
Yeah. Uh, but I'll put in the comments of this, the link to the one I use. You can feel your sinuses just breaking up and you can breathe just within the first five minutes. It has like a little clicking sound. And when it clicks like that and the binaural beats are going, it literally breaks up all that congestion. It's fantastic. Well, it's uh, so vibrational what, frequency that's, you yeah. know, that's coming in through your ears, which are connected to your sinuses. Absolutely. So it's, Absolutely. it's working that way. Um, my daughter and I just had a conversation about um, uh, specific plants to keep around to help keep the air clean in your home or in your shop or she's uh, she's a florist by trade. So, um, and she deals with not just flowers, but foliage as well. And, um, so we were talking about, uh, quite a few different, um, different plants that work really well. Plants in general are designed to clean the air, but certain ones do more. Um, rosemary is a really good one to keep around. And, um, it has a fragrance to itself that if you just go over and, um, uh, pull some of the little um, needles off of it because it is in the same family as like the fir and spruce and pine. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just coniferous. Yes, it's <laughs> coniferous. Thank you. And so it will, uh, the oils will come right out on your fingers and mm -hmm. you can just smell that um, and it will help open up. Um, I actually make a sinus balm uh, that I call uh, sinus my sinus bomb, B-O-M-B, -B. <laughs> and it has uh, mm -hmm. rosemary and peppermint and sage and a whole bunch of other stuff in there that really just, just throws a grenade at your sinuses. And, um, and it works really well. Uh, so we have a lot of plant-based stuff out there that you can use that you don't have to use the over-the-counter, um, uh, petroleum based products that are just mm -hmm. going to clog with all up. the preservatives and all yeah. that other stuff in there. Yeah. And I think it benefits the pets too. When you do those natural things, uh, you can even, uh, we've discussed before, you can even uh, diffuse mullein tea right yeah. into the air. Yeah. So not only are you putting the moisture uh, in the air, but also the mullein component that helps clear up your congestion. It is an expectorant. Yeah. Uh, which is what you want. A lot of people are trying to suppress their coughs, but coughing means there's something in your lungs that needs to come out. That's why the action happens. So right. if you suppress that, uh, you're actually keeping yourself with fluid in your lungs and all kinds of phlegm and all other stuff. Uh, I went into the store uh, the other day just to check. They actually have, they have a cough uh, remedy that's a, uh, an expectorant and a cough suppressant. What does that even look like? What is but that? Why? Yeah. <laughs> why? Right? So, so does it work differently on different people? Maybe I don't know. Well, I don't know how you how you yeah expectorate out of the lungs and suppress the cough. Are you yeah. going to lay upside I, down and drain? <laughs> I know. I was like, um, does it just flow right out of you? Right. <laughs> oh, I have a funny story about rosemary that reminded me when I worked in uh, a big hospital. Uh, I was mixing up some rosemary into something and it was like a big Econo bottle. Uh, and one of the techs came in and was talking to me and he, 
if you talk to me, I start gesturing. I literally gestured the open bottle of rosemary onto the counter. And we <laughs> laughed and laughed. The entire hospital could breathe so good that day. You oh, could smell yeah. it on both floors, all around. It was hilarious. I'm like, did you see what I just did? He's like, ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Same. I'll do the same thing. I'm a gesturer. I work with my hands. I talk with so my dumb. hands. So yeah. I was like, yeah. Wah, wah. Uh, <laughs> I have a class. We just started a new class, a new class of 2024. And so we have six students in, a, you know, we're in a, a, a smaller classroom. And so we're all in there together. So I always, even when I only had a few students in there, Every day I start my day with uh, specific essential oils mixed in with some witch hazel and I spray the room. I just walk around and spray the room and then I turn the oscillating fan on um, so that it just makes it blow through. Um, this time of year, it's usually always, you know, the mixture with peppermint and, and um, yeah. uh, some others that I I just feel like they actually help break down that heaviness. Um, you know, when we have the heaters on too, that oh just, just yeah, rise out everything, out everything. And it also helps if it is bacteria, the heat helps it kind of proliferate in the air. If it is viral, they love a nice warm environment as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's, it's important to, like air things out as well, like open the door and open the windows. Obviously, if you're in a salon environment, not while you have pets in there. Right. Um, but, but if you're afterwards and you're yeah. doing a cleanup, just air the place out before you open, before the first dog gets first, there, yeah. air the place out. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's good to get some fresh air up in yes. there, right? Well, because a lot of us just, even, even though we are not particularly snowed in, but holy Mary, it is a mess out there. Well, it's dusty. Uh, we don't deal with snow, but we deal with so much dust. So yeah. many people like, oh, we're going to move to the desert because we've got, you know, all these allergies to ragweed, this, that, and the other, blah, blah. They don't understand. This is, this area is so toxic with dust. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. And then dust we have is everywhere. And then we have the big haboobs, which blow in, which are the huge dust storms. Mm -hmm. that leave layers of dust everywhere, sand, yeah. you know, just so um, it is an interesting climate to live in. I've been looking at some of the pictures like uh, Chris Pearson had put a picture of um, all the snow and oh my gosh, it looks so beautiful, but no, mm -hmm. thank you. My old bones. Oh, I lived up there and I'm telling you, I'll, I'd be hard pressed to ever go back. Even there's people there that I love and would like to visit, but I'm like, oh, got to be spring or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's what my, I, when I was talking to my daughter yesterday, we were actually discussing this actual topic, like how she can keep well. And it is, it's cold. And they just had uh, that uh, ice storm and it just is horrible. And it's like, she was like, oh, I wish you were coming out here. And I'm like, oh, not till spring. <laughs> <laughs> and not until anything thaws out. No, thank you. I, I mean, I miss my my daughters, but oof, mm -hmm. it is too cold there in New York. I just can't. I, I love to do it in the springtime. Even in the, the beginning of the summer is mm -hmm. really nice. But uh, no thank you to old man winter and me. We don't get along at all. No, no too cold. 
Yep. So, oh, what's your number one go to when you start to feel the, the yuckies, you know, coming on? Like, I think all of us have something that it's our first thing that we, we go to when that, that uh, itchiness in your throat or that runny nose or, you know, the, the, all I go straight to my tea and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to call it a, my mead mix or my mead tea, because basically it's what you use to spice wine during right. Christmas time. It's all of those spices. They're very warm, nourishing, uh, congestion relieving, cough right. suppressing, all the things that you need to just be better. And they're all very uh, nutrient rich. Uh, so, um, and I think that's why they made grog or wassail uh, in the right. winter because that's what everybody had those issues. So that would be a good way to use those herbs and uh, get your humidifier out and uh, stop eating processed foods. If you eat a lot of processed foods, I'm not saying don't eat them because that's your choice. But if you do eat a lot of processed foods, pull back, get some chicken broth that you make from bouillon. So there's not a lot of stuff in it. Um, and or then bone just, broth. Your bone broth. Just, you know, think about just making your own food while you're sick, your own soup. It is so easy to throw water in a pan, some bouillon, yeah. and throw some it's mushrooms and some little pieces of chicken and little pastas if you want, whatever you like in a soup. Uh, that would be excellent. Uh, and that's, that's what I think of when I'm like, oh, we're feeling under the weather. It's time to start nourishing and uh, supporting the immune system. So whatever may, may come, uh, at least I've got the best base possible in which to uh, navigate the illness. Right. So. I mean, I'm I'm a vegetarian for the most part, pescatarian occasionally, but for the most part, I'm a vegetarian. And still, I still in the winter do a lot of broths. Um, bone broths you can get, organic bone broth. Even at Walmart carries it mm. in the glass jars. Um, so it's... Um, or you could go to your butcher and get some bones and, and just bone. make your own bone broth. Exactly. You know? it's, yeah. it, is, um, it is a little bit more, entails a little bit more. Like, you know, I just, um, I just usually don't have time for all that. It's like my favorite tea in the winter is the Celestial Seasonings and it's the um, Bengal Spice which is all those spices that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, and it just is very warming and very mm -hmm. soothing to the respiratory system. Um, so there are products if you're not um, uh, uh, able to make things up or you're just not inclined to do right. that either. Um, mm -hmm. There are products that you can get um, in your local grocery that mm -hmm. can help you through this um this cold winter months and keep you healthy. Um, we do the same for our dogs. Actually, we give them bone broth on their food. Um, or, uh, I'll make, uh, I do a lot of, um, uh, food prep in the winter. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, it just is easier to pull and it's mostly soups and stews, that kind of stuff, things that warm your body. Mm -hmm. So, um, and uh, my crock pot is my best friend. Um, I keep saying I want to get the, what's the hot pot thing? The pressure cooker one. Uh, I can't think of what it is. Oh, I bought one for my, one of my daughters for Christmas because she was wanting one. But it's like a pressure cooker mm -hmm. and you can make all sorts of stuff in that as well. Mm -hmm. So they have some really cool kitchen gadgets nowadays that make it a lot easier mm -hmm. to, uh, to make your own things. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite 
do you have a favorite soup or stew or something that you really like? My favorite soup in the whole wide world is broccoli soup. And okay. it's funny because literally my mind, the way my mind works, I don't like broccoli with cheese on it, but I'll eat broccoli soup, which is what? Broccoli, broccoli with cheese on it. <laughs> it's so dumb. Like <laughs> if I want steamed broccoli, there's, I'll put some cheese. That's disgusting. <laughs> but if you up the cheese and cream factor on it, right. it's a win. <laughs> it's yeah, it's good. It's good. It is. Yeah. And I do like making my own chicken noodle soup or whatever. Right. I, I, I love that. And it tastes so delicious. It's much cleaner. It does. Yeah. It just, if you make your own soup, it's so, just throw in the ingredients you want, let it simmer till they soften and drink it up and eat it. It's so good and so easy. I don't I know why. Even, I can't even not add that stuff to even like a packet of ramen if i right. make ramen i i don't make it in the microwave i make it in a pot and i have to throw in celery and onion and a few carrots and some green onions yeah you know? just whatever it is that you like exactly. if you don't like carrots don't put carrots in it you know what i mean and it's so good and i also like the um oh, what's their name for it it's bean soup it's oriental bean soup you don't you know oh, miso yes <laughs> Miso. Yes. Yes. I got miso soup I got is, I know you do. I know you do. Miso soup is very warming and very uh, yes. nourishing as well. So that's also a really good flavor and so easy to make. Get some paste, yeah. get some chicken broth or whatever base broth that you like, throw the stuff in there, stir it up, a little couple of snow peas. Girl. Yep. <laughs> so it's delicious. Great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of making my own homemade soups chicken i just don't put the actual chicken in but i will use the right. bone broth yeah I'll, I'll throw all the veggies or i will use a um uh, organic vegetable base it's a bouillon um that uh i think it's called better than bouillon mm -hmm. so it's like more like a liquidy paste it's almost like um yes like a pudding consistency ish mm -hmm. so i'll use those i really like those um and then uh uh, I, I love any uh, any kind of pasta. I'm an Italian uh, through mm -hmm. and through. So don't mm -hmm. let the blonde hair and blue eyes fool you. Um, and, um, well, Italians are European. Yes, saying, exactly. So. <laughs> well, and my, my, my father's mother was from northern Italy, red hair, freckles. She actually mm -hmm. looked Irish or German. That's indicative of that area. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. So, um, but uh, I love any of the... Um, the cheese or spinach tortellini or the little mushroom ravioli. Oh, that, that sounds delicious. Stuff. Yeah, those are my favorite to just throw it. Yeah, throw it I'm wiping my mouth. And yeah. I, uh, and I'm like, I love, of course, because I love pasta, I love bread. And, but I'm very, and especially with my pasta, even I'm very uh, aware that I do not buy pasta that is made here in America, unless it is made without the um, enriched wheat or the, you know, bleached out wheat. Mm -hmm. Most of my stuff that I buy is, comes from Italy, you mm -hmm. know, and is distributed here. Mm -hmm. so, a lot of times you can go to AJ's Fine Foods uh, or your equivalent in your area. We have AJ's Fine Foods. You can go there and find those imports very easily. They're yep. a little bit more expensive, but I mean, if you want something that is made the way you know it tastes over there, yes. 
you know, you can absolutely get it. You, know, you can find it in certain places. I happen and to I, live right next to Lily's too. And I get all. Oh the Asian food. yeah. Yeah. We go there often to the one uh, on the East side. Mm -hmm. And um, which is for those of you that don't know, is a huge Asian marketplace. And we go there, we'll get um, our, a lot of our vegetables and they carry vegetables that you wouldn't normally find. Mm -hmm. And fruit and mushrooms that you wouldn't yep. find in a grocery store. Yeah. It's awesome. So if you have those things and you, you, you're able to, um, you know, to access those kind of uh, grocers, that specialty things, I love it because not only is it, you never think of India as Asia. Right. And it is absolutely Asian. Asian right? <laughs> and it is, it's absolutely Asian. And so they have their own section in those Asian. Um, uh, oh, they've got, they've got Indonesia. They've yeah, got yeah. Sumatra. They've got like all yeah. kinds of, all kinds of, all kinds of island food, you know, that yeah. you just normally wouldn't get. Uh, and I think it's an absolutely wonderful place to shop. I just, I just love to roam in there. I mean, yeah. it's always like, and, and I'm with my phone and I'm Googling, what is this? And what right. do you use this for? <laughs> and, you know, so it has, there, there are so many different things. Um, and if you're, uh, if you're interested in teas, they usually have a really good assortment of different types of teas also from, mm -hmm. from Asia. Mm -hmm. So um, I've tried several different, uh, I got black pepper one mm -hmm. time um and then of course from uh india oh my gosh my favorite i i bought a beautiful rose tea that was just so oh just the, to sit and just hold it and breathe that in was just mm -hmm. a, a, a mood booster you mm -hmm. know it's such a relaxation thing mm -hmm. um which has a lot to do with your immune system mm -hmm. you want to hear something weird this is a fun fact that has nothing to do with anything and it is peculiar, it's peculiar to my sense of smell <laughs> anything that is not like a rose distillate or a true or a actual rose that i'm smelling that is meant for scent all of it smells like feet to me is that strange but that's i also i also smell. can't drink white wine for the same reason because i can smell the metal it was aged in it's disgusting oh, okay it's so gross but there's a few a handful of white wines that were um like oak finished or right. something that takes that metallic taste out of it i could taste it all y'all right. people drinking your white wine i'm like you are drinking metal that's that is all that is all that is Everybody's just, body chemistry is different. Absolutely. And, and what do we say all the time? When you are attracted to a scent, that's you need the nutrients from that. Exactly. But if it repels you, you don't really need that, what that plant has to offer. Right. That's always a, a, a big one because mm -hmm. I have some people that are like, uh, what did you spray? Oh, it's killing me or whatever. I can't stand it. It just smells mm -hmm. horrible. And then other people walk in the room and they go, Oh my God, it smells so exactly. Ooh, another one too is uh, uh, sorry, gain detergent. That literally, this is my opinion only. Gain detergent smells like horse pee. Oh, it's yeah. so gross. It's gross. Other people are like, oh, this is oh, and I'm like, oh, oh, I can't, oh, I can't. If you are clothed in clothes that have been washed in gain, I can't even stand next to you. Like, and it's not you, it's, it is me. It's the way I'm interpreting the smell in my brain. It's so nasty. I use those, uh, wool dryer balls. So mm -hmm. I put scent uh, or essential oils on those and toss them with my, with my clothing. 
And uh, one time, I, and I love patchouli, which is another one, bless you, which is another one that is, uh, some people love it. Some people absolutely abhor it. You know, they just can't even be around it. Mm. Well, um, I think the connotation of patchouli has been kind of hurt. Its rep has been hurt because yes. a lot of people wear it to cover up scents that they should probably be washing off. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Um, it's just been overused so much that it's associate. It has a different association because I think patchouli smells amazing. Uh, I really enjoy it. It has a very earthy dirt kind of smell. You yeah. Know, like mm -hmm. It's not, it's not flowery and right. it has a specific scent. Um, and my husband drives for a living. So he's a driver and <laughs> I had, uh, those dryer balls in there and I had done my clothes and they had patchouli on them. And then he threw his things in there and he had more people that were like, what cologne, either they loved it or they absolutely were like, Oh, like, what you are down a window. <laughs> <laughs> I think a good alternative for patchouli is probably dragon's blood. Yes. Uh, that is just a, a nice, it's an earthy tone, but it's not like wormy. earthy. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, just it's like not, yeah. outside foresty, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, so there are a lot of different ones that you have to kind of be uh, be gentle to the other people around you when you are uh, finding those scents that work for you. Yeah. But um, they will scent has a lot to do with elevating your immune system. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you are uh, and so does your mood have a lot mm -hmm. to do with elevating your your immune system. If you feel depressed or you're going through a period of depression, it's also depressing. Your immune system is also feeling Absolutely. that. Mm -hmm. So, um, and we have that a lot in the winter months because the sun is not there mm -hmm. and that vitamin D deficiency really kicks in um, for a lot of us, especially women. As we get older, we wind up with a vitamin D deficiency uh, just because our bodies aren't processing things the way that it used to. So it's important for us to utilize herbs and even supplements that can feed that. Right. And then when the sun is out, get out. Mm -hmm. you know, that's why it's important to go out and to ground yourself outside. No, don't go out in the snow in the bare feet. You will be coughing and sneezing. <laughs> um, but uh, once that sun comes out and spring comes back around, get out there and and barefoot, walk in the grass and ground yourself, ground your energy back to the earth, Mother Gaia. Yeah, it's very absolutely. important. Um, I just saw this guy on Instagram that I follow. He did an experiment. Uh, well, he did an experiment uh, 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 probably in the 80s about how shoes disconnect us from Earth, obviously, yes. you know, from the connection to Earth and how that actually affects our immune system and our moods and how we even process information. And so he did this whole he's of course, I don't remember what his name is, but he is a scientist at Harvard. So mm -hmm. um, and um and that was like a basis of one of the thesis that he did. And so now he just did another one where he took a grounding uh, wire, copper 
and placed it in the ground outside of his window and then took that wire and wrapped it around the leg and the part of his bed where his bed is and grounded mm -hmm. his bed and Oh, I, I remember these studies. Yes. I know yeah. what you're talking about. I don't and know his name either, but I know. I, and you, he literally grounded his bed and slept like a baby and, yes, healed like, and healed. Like he was sick and had a cough and had, you know, all these things. And by grounding it within, you know, days, he was already feeling better and sleeping so soundly and waking up without that brain fog. And um, so it's amazing how much nature has to actually offer us and nurture us mm -hmm. that we don't, well, we don't know about. I agree. And if you notice, I've got a little, two little chihuahuas who can go in and out of their dog door and they actually have a porch uh, before they go out into the gravel and they also have an overhang, but some of the porch is in sunlight and they will seek the sunlight not to warm up, but I'm sure it is to warm up. But UV rays actually kill bacteria and, and fungus and whatever. So they're actually having an antifungal, antibacterial treatment every time they lay in the sun. And the electricity thing that you were talking about, the grounding, I actually tried this for the last season, two seasons, the last spring and then this winter, uh, wrapping copper around wooden stakes and putting them into my, um, my grow bags. Oh, I, I yes. grow everything in pots, basically grow bags, to see if that had any merit. And I'm telling you, I had the best growth this season that I ever have had. And every sometimes when you walk up to it and you brush against the copper wire, it will give you a static shock, which tells you that it's feeding, nourishing, right. and grounding the plant and, and being a part of the earth. Because that plant needs that to be healthy as well as the nutrients that go in the soil. So, yeah, I believe there's huge merit in that method and grounding and putting your feet on the earth and being charged and grounded in the earth is very important. We live in the land of kitty litter and gravel mm -hmm. and uh, it's hard. You're hard pressed to find grass that isn't all pesticide. Right. I have let a little patch of grass because sometimes when you grow your mushrooms, you have to um, have grain. Well, I wash all that outside. So little grains have started a little grass patch uncultivated. Right. But I let it grow because sometimes I'll take my shoes off and stand there while I'm looking at my garden and you just feel rejuvenated. You know, you feel Absolutely. more connected to the earth. Yeah. Even when I go up north, my husband will, he likes to fish. I, I mean, I'll fish, but I'm, I'm no fisherwoman by any means. I'm, I'm more, uh, want to walk through the woods and, um, want to just sit in the pine needles up north we have we have a lot of pine trees up there um and just uh sit and just kind of put my hands on the trees yes i'm a tree hugger i will mm -hmm. hug a tree and they're uh, alive why would you not greet them right and i <laughs> feel i can i feel like to me i feel that 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 uh stabilizes me and my energy and I feel like I can slow my breathing down. It's just a wonderful way to meditate and just kind of pull myself in and join join into the actual breath of the trees because we know that they breathe. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's just an easy way to just kind of step into that. Now, with that being said, I have never in my entire 56 years ever been camping. So that's my extent of, of experiencing, you know, the wilderness. I'm mm -hmm. a city girl at heart, but I know that 
this is a way for me to just recharge and rebalance. So you don't have to be an avid fisherman or avid camper or any of that stuff to just go do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we usually will, he'll usually fish at a lot of the national parks and we have some beautiful national parks up North. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there's, uh, there's a lot of, um, of nature there that, um, that sometimes I will, um, I'll bring home pine cones. Um, mm-hmm. I'll pick wildflowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's allowed, you have to ask if it's allowed. Uh, sometimes you can't remove things from national parks. Um, but uh, for me, they're just little reminders of that while I'm back into my, you know, suburbia life. Mm-hmm. So um, there are a lot of things that you can do. And that brings me joy and brings me happiness, which elevates my immune system. That makes me not feel depressed and not feel like, um, you know, I'm, or a lot of people say they get cabin fever in the winter because they don't go out. So as opposed to, you know, some people love to just stay in Mm -hmm. and that is their, that is a refuge. Mm. I think my dream home would be shaped like a big square, but a huge atrium in the middle. So I could be outside without having to go outside, (laughs) you know, like those little inner gardens. Yeah. Yeah. Those are so beautiful. I kind of have that now, but I only have house on one side. Right. (laughs) I think that if, uh, if I had my dream, I would just go outside and look at the ocean because the Mm. water just, I, I'm an, I'm a fixed sign, you know, I'm a bull, I'm a Taurus, so I'm a fixed earth sign. So um, water is very much uh, soothing to me. Um, I just connect very, very um, deeply with movement, like the water, the sound of water, the movement of water. And I think it's because I'm such a, a fixed person, you know, person, I'm, I'm, I'm a bull through and through. I don't, I don't, I don't do things like, uh, fast, you know, mm-hmm. I'm stubborn in my ways. I, um, I'd like to do things my way and, and water has to be very, um, very creative in the way that it, it works through things, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, and patient. One thing I was reading the other day that has to do with you like the moving water. Moving water is important. Um, they did measurements. Uh, I saw this study. They did measurements on bottled water, still water, right. um, moving water. Did you know that water that hasn't moved in a while is dead? And the oh. way to rejuvenate it is even a bottled water. Put it in a wide mouth jar or something that's wide or a bowl even. And take a metal something and start swirling it. And the motion will re-energize the water and make it living water again. It's oh, so crazy. That's why animals seek out running water. Right. Because it's alive. Water running through your pipes will absolutely make a charge against the pipes. That's why a lot of pipes uh, rust out. Right. You know, uh, because eventually that electricity that's running through all those fixtures uh, will weaken the joints. So running water is alive, is alive. So if you drink, if you drink a lot of bottled water, you're like, yeah, I drink water. I drink water. You're drinking right. kind of dead water. So swirl it, uh, make that whirlpool 
action in it uh, for a couple minutes or whatever, and you will then rejuvenate that water and then drink it. And I think you'll have a, it tastes better. It feels right. better. You absorb it better, but make sure you're, you have your magnesium levels are correct or they will not, the cells will not pull the water in. So you're just basically processing water through the kidneys. Right. So it's super, super important to, uh, to make sure you're getting enough magnesium. Yes. And that's my issue is that's why I drink the raspberry tea all the time. And I drink other hibiscus is another one I drink a lot. Um, because I always, as a diabetic, I always have kidney. My kidneys are always very mm -hmm. angry at me and I don't get enough, uh, water in, uh, mm -hmm. throughout the day. So, um, it's, uh, it's, it's a constant battle for me to keep that that water balance inside my body. So mm -hmm. that's another thing to practice is if you're hydrated, you're less likely to get sick. Mm -hmm. That's true. And just remember that it's not just water. Your body is a battery. And like any battery, when you pour water in it, it has to have electrolytes in it to make that action. Right. So you are chemistry in motion all the time. Uh, so if you're just drinking a ton of water, just like if you water a plant that's in a pot, but you never feed it, the plant will die, even if you're watering it plenty, um, because it doesn't have the nutrients to uptake and it's just being rinsed instead of right. being an Fair. electrolyte that the plant can take up and, and be healthy and use as food. So if you drink large amounts of water, absolutely make sure that your electrolytes are in a good ratio so that your battery is at its top physical condition. And all those uh, hydration, um, they have these, I, I, I've purchased them before um, uh, at like the health food store. Now Costco has them. They're called like super hydrators and blah, blah. And you add them to your water, the little packets. Mm -hmm. And they, 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 they have a salty taste to them. And that's because they're putting those minerals in there um, and salt, which mm -hmm. your body needs to actually do what it needs to do with the water. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not just running through your body and through your kidneys and out. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, it is an important part. And you can just take a little bit of that uh, pink salt or uh, Celtic, Celtic salt. sea salt is probably one of the better ones, uh, even over Himalayan salt. Now that I've right. done a lot of research on it, Himalayan salt is lovely uh, and it has a lot of nutrients, a lot of uh, micro uh, minerals. However, the Celtic salt has the kind, the three kinds of magnesium you need to actually become hydrated. So I switched over to that and I, I'm feeling a huge difference. Are you? Yes, I think, and it's a softer salt, okay. and it's not a salty salt, right. uh, but if you've been using Himalayan, that's not an issue with you anyway, because that's a very light tasting salt anyway. How do you um, feel about the um, the sea moss? That's something that I- I love sea doing. moss. Yes, yeah, I love sea moss. Really. I have Icelandic moss, and I have sea moss as an herb that I use in some of my tinctures. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I've been taking it internally and I actually went through a, uh, almost like a detox. Um, mm -hmm. I noticed it, well, it, it is used in chelation, right? So it, it will remove heavy metals, um, help remove heavy metals. Right. Uh, and also zeolite, um, is, uh, all the rage now zeolite it's in the dog shampoos. It's coming out because it is a good, um, heavy metal remover. However, uh, there are some cautionary things about zeolite. Uh, zeolite's a, a type of a clay, a volcanic clay. Um, it 
it won't absorb through human skin, but it will absorb through dog skin. So you have to be very careful of that because it thickens the blood. Uh, oh. it, it can cause blood clots, especially if you take it internally. Right. Uh, so you just have to be aware. And of course, anybody can sell you any kind of clay. Like, you know, you can get zeolite clay from several different sources. Some are cleaner than others. So again, it's a cautionary tale to make sure you trust your manufacturer of where you're getting your ingredients, your herbs, your your shampoos, whatever. Right. So. Yeah, it's um, it's always something that I, like every year they come out with some new thing that's supposed to be the thing, the it mm -hmm. supplement or the it this or that. And then all of a sudden it's being put into everything. Mm -hmm. And but just because it's in there doesn't mean that it really works that way, that it, mm -hmm. it you know is something I um uh, I uh, was talking to a couple of people that I work with and we were talking about probiotics and about taking probiotics. Some of them had been sick and they had been put on a Z pack, the antibiotics. And mm -hmm. they were saying, you know, how do I know what to actually take? You know, there's so many different kinds of probiotics out there. And so, um, I just was trying to explain to them that when we take something orally, it has to go through all the stomach acid. Mm -hmm. And, um, and a lot of it doesn't survive that. So, um, when you are taking them, you want to make sure that they are, um, made to be able to survive that, that it's in, you know, if you're taking it internally, um, mm -hmm. and that's why it's important to eat things like real yogurt, like mm -hmm. real, like Greek yogurt, which is very high in the, uh, uh lactis bacilli, um, mm -hmm. um, bacteria, which is good bacteria. So your gut health has a lot. That's why you were saying, try to eat more whole foods and stay away from the, the processed things because mm -hmm. your gut health is also going to uh, dictate what your immune system is going to be able to do. Absolutely. And not only that, when you eat processed food, that's in a box and you heat it up in the microwave, microwaves kill all the nutrients in food they right. kill all the good stuff in water if you there was a in that same study there was uh they tried microwaving water and then had just regular tap water and they had two plants bought from the same nursery in the same environment but they only right. watered one with microwave water and wa uh, watered the other with the tap water the microwave watered plant died within three days Wow. That's how much life is actually in water. Everybody yep. says water is inert. Water is probably the memory of the whole planet. Uh, yep. It is powerful, uh, but it has to be circulating. It has to be alive. And when you're eating processed food or microwaved food, you're actually killing your gut bacteria. It kills your gut bacteria, all the chemicals that they use to preserve it and things like that. And another point to that, is that if you want to, if you just eat yogurt and this, that, and the other, if you don't feed that bacteria and keep it alive, just like uh, you're making sourdough, um, you'll kill it all again. So yeah. if you want to, gen the most gentle way to nourish that, um, those um, bacteria in your gut, your good, your good bacteria, is to feed it with nourishing burdock, nettle, and dandelion. Even if you just drink one cup of tea of those things a day in the morning, 
You're going to feed your gut bacteria. Your gut bacteria is going to be well-fed and healthy so that when you do try to digest anything you put in your body, it's going to be there as a force for you. Right. Uh, So you have to actually take care of the plants and animals that live on you, basically, is what I'm saying. Uh, And it's not just one thing like, oh, let's try zeolite. Oh, let's try cranberry juice. Oh, let's try this new thing. What cream? How many times do we get inundated? Well, how how are you doing that? What, What shampoo are you using? It's not just shampoo. It's not just a cream. It is the entire holistic view of a multi-symbiote, which is what we are. We're only, what did they say? Somewhere between zero and 20, or no, eight and 24% of us is human. The rest is literally other cellular structures of other, you know, flora and fauna that live in and, and on our body. Um, we are so you have to support that whole system. We think of ourselves as one thing. One whole thing, right. But we're not. Right. <laughs> we're, we're a composite factory of many things working together to make us ambulate and talk and move and think and store uh, memory and energy. Uh, so we, you have to think about it in a holistic view. You know, it, it is absolutely, we are a symbiont of, of different things. And we have to feed the plants and animals that are on us. We already come with pets. We already already come with a zoo, if you will. Um, Well, because when that goes out of balance, then you you have dis-ease. We're in ease when everything is in balance. When things are out of balance, it becomes disease. And so we have to restore that balance. And that's very hard um, with our lifestyles today. It is very, very hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's hard because a lot of us don't want to do it. It's it's not easy. It's not fast. It's not fun. It's not sexy. It's, you know, it is, do I want to make a, uh, you know, a pot of bone broth, cut all the vegetables, do all that stuff. Or like McDonald's just released their, uh, their uh, double Big Mac. So it's got four patties on it now and it's but like why I, I, because but it's why and it's why and it's pro- <laughs> it tastes delicious oh, yeah. you know so it's oh. like I, I, because that's what we're used to you know what i mean and so mm-hmm. we're we're very easily manipulated into oh falling, yes yes you know, falling into those patterns so we have to check ourselves and we have to yeah. say okay you know I did the fast food route. It was a super busy week. You got to give yourself some grace also and mm-hmm. say, that's why I'm going to prep and I'm going to make this stuff so that when I get home, I could just throw this little thing in the, this cube of soup into the pot and let it warm up. Don't microwave it. Mm-hmm. You know, put it in warm the pot. Warm it up on the stove. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And, I don't think there's anything I use the microwave for anymore. Yeah, uh, I very know, I rarely use it. Um, yeah, because every time I open the door and put something in, I'm like, okay, whatever this is, I'm killing it. Killing it. Yep. <laughs> Just, yeah. So, so it's it, it's important that you you take care of yourself. You give yourself some grace. We all do it. We all fall prey to you know the. Us too. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, every time, you know, every once in a while, I'll turn around and look in the mirror and I have got Cheeto dust on me. I'm not going to lie about it. <laughs> and it's not right. And I'm not proud of it, but it does exactly. happen. <laughs> it does happen, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, 
know, this is not a, a we're preaching we're better than you. And we do absolutely. No. <laughs> we're stumbling through just like everybody yeah. else. As I'm putting it in my mouth, I'm going, you should this not be wrong. eating this. Yeah, this is so wrong, but guess what? <laughs> I want it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But you know what? The more we become disciplined and the more we understand how those processes yeah. work, uh, just like dog skin, you know, and, and, and people, dogs are the same way. They are yep. a small portion of dog and the rest of them are flora and fauna, just like every living animal on this planet. Um, I'm better at managing their, my dog's nutrition than I am my Absolutely. own. <laughs> it's easy for me to tell somebody else, no, it can't uh -huh. have that. That's easy. Yeah. <laughs> if you're saying, but this is me I'm talking about. I want it. <laughs> Maybe the dogs, I can train the dogs to come over and smack stuff out of yeah, my hands. Exactly. <laughs> Not for you. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I know. Well, it is. If you if you don't laugh about it, then you cry. So it's better to just laugh about it and look at ourselves. We're all human. So it's so true. It is. None so of us true. are perfect. So yeah. we are nearing the end of our hour, Madame. I know. Already, this was a good topic. This was good. I think so too. And I think it was easy, easy to talk about, and. Yep. Easy we to absorb, hopefully. Well, we want you to be well, mentally Absolutely. well, physically well, and uh, be joyful in what you're doing. Absolutely, this year is going to be great, and I know a lot of people approach it with like a negative attitude, and I'm like, you know what? The year's going to come anyway. Why spend yeah. negativity? Just love, love what comes, and and think of things as challenges instead of obstacles. It's yeah. going to be good. You have the power to make it good. And take a sip and may your next sip yep. be just as delicious as your last. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs>